0: Hey, what's up everybody? Lucky you. There are two podcasts in a row, two straight A's. Uh <laughs> This is the first time I've done this in a long time, you guys. Uh, back-to-back podcast episode days. Um, I used to do this, uh, and I started this podcast back in uh, 2019, and uh, I would just be recording religiously, like I couldn't stop talking. And um, so, you know, things have... Uh, certainly changed our lives uh, drastically since then, and uh, I know they've actually changed drastically for you too, because uh, we've had to go through COVID and you know all the craziness that that brought on and, and all that, so it's a different world, <laughs> to say the least. It is an absolutely different world for all of us. Um, so with that said, um, I'll <laughs> can I tell you a little bit of a reason why I'm uh, kind of hitting hit the streets here, so to speak, in the, uh, podcasting uh, is, uh, you know, we try to, um, Holly and I try to stay in in our room until, uh, Beckett falls asleep. And so he's, uh, I don't know, he seems to not need as much sleep as the rest of us. <laughs> so, uh, but we've got to stay in there or else, uh, you know, he'll throw fits, uh, if we're not in there. So, uh, I was the one, uh, man in the fort tonight. And, uh, so I go in and, uh, he finally falls asleep. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, watch some of my stories on Hulu or something, you know, and, and, all this. And I go in there and Holly's in the office. I'm like, wait, what's going on? And she's like, Oh, you know, I'm doing something for Phoenix bears and my computer bombed. And, uh, so I'm in here with, uh, in the office. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be, but probably until uh, at least midnight. I'm like bummed. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> I had a plan. I had plans, man. I was going to watch TV. Uh, and the projector uh, our projector that's you know kind of how we typically watch TV is broken as of today and uh, you know her computer might be out as of today. so <laughs> all kinds of fun stuff going on here. So hey, why not talk about baseball cards? Uh, and I would thought about like a really fun um, interesting uh, subject to say the least. Um, so a couple months ago, somebody, discovered the, uh, news spot that I was on So say, so, uh, for, uh, KHOU news, um, a, uh, a couple or a news anchor came out uh, for the second time, actually, uh, to our house to do a story army and it was great. It was fun. Great guy. His name is Jason Bristol and, uh, really enjoyed it. And I mean, just uh, a lot of fun, especially, I mean, gosh, how many people get a chance to say they had like a legitimate news story about themselves on on television, right? So that was enjoyable, it was fun. Um, And so the uh, episode was mainly, the segment was mainly about uh, how I collected over $100,000 worth of Jose Canseco cards and ended up selling. And so a lot of people Uh, And I've mentioned this in my book, I've written articles about it and everything too, and I've tried to use this to help people, uh, my story, but um, I was able to, well, I'll I'll tell you more about it later. Uh, Somebody on Instagram took that story, which is now probably, oh, I don't know, four or five years old. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, I think about four or five years old. And uh, put together a little video suitable for Instagram that says, at the very top, uh, collector spends hundred thousand dollars on Canseco cards, and a lot of people chimed in on this, like a lot. It was uh, quite the hot topic. I probably got more, uh, uh, you know, of a uh, attention, I guess you could say, from this little Instagram spot that I actually did on the television thing when it was actually happening, <laughs> which is really kind of funny, right? But, uh, and I don't know who the person is. I don't know, uh, why he did it other than the fact that it was, you know, an interesting, eye-popping story, like what, who spends that kind of money on, on Canseco cards, right? Like it's, uh, that's kind of nutty, right? Uh, so anyways, uh, uh, I was just kind of following along and looking at the comments and, you know, that's kind of, uh, it's a fun thing to do, especially, people are saying nice things there's plenty of nice people that are saying nice things but there were a lot of people also that were saying uh you know just really kind of brash things like oh this guy's an idiot and uh you know what a moron he never uh, should have done this he's his old collection's worth a dollar Uh, i'll give you 15 dollars for the entire collection and uh a lot of a lot of these um uh, a lot of these comments were very mean-spirited and Let me give you kind of a full disclosure. Uh, I'm pretty eh, I want to say I'm fairly thin-skinned when it comes to this sort of thing Uh, But for some reason for this I I had no problem with it whatsoever Um, I think maybe Maybe it's because I've developed thicker skin over the course of the past several years. I don't know but this just in particular didn't bother me one iota and uh, not really sure why, uh, but well, I think I do know why actually, is because <laughs> I know factually that every single one of those people are wrong. <laughs> so uh, uh, in case you have not been following my story, uh, it was not a matter of me having spent this uh, tremendous amount of money on Jose Canseco cards and then lost it. Um, in fact, I actually made money not only did I make my money back, you guys, um, I turned a profit and I was able to get back a number of cards I wanted uh, back, which I mean, these are a lot of these cards are like once in a lifetime cards. And not only that, it was able to, uh, uh, it helped me uh, fund getting into vintage cards. And that thing, like, you know, spiraled like crazy and uh, some other hobbies as well is what helped fund. So, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, hindsight's 2020, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's easy to say, it to look back right now and say, yeah, spending that money on those Canseco cards was a very good idea <laughs> and selling was an even better idea. So, uh, very happy with that. But, uh, I guess just a word of caution, you guys, like <laughs> before you, uh, end up saying mean-spirited things to people. Uh, maybe think twice. And I think there are a few things that are going on uh, at play here. First of all, if you say something stupid and you're trying to rip some, somebody apart and you're wrong, you look like an idiot. And there's a lot of people that made themselves look like uh, absolute dummies on the thread. I mean, all they had to do is watch through the rest of the video and it explained uh, you know, why they would be wrong. But... Anyways, uh, yeah, so it was kind of a, a fun thing, but uh, I don't know. I got a lot of laughs out of the whole thread. It was it was, it was actually really entertaining. But the one thing it did demonstrate to me is uh, that there is a, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say like a, a glut of ignorance in the hobby. I don't think that characterizes it uh, properly. I think the the way that we properly characterize it is we say that the hobby is so deep and so vast um it's almost impossible to understand all of the collecting nuances and their values um no like i'll give you an example there was a gary carter uh collection that i bought out um about a year or so ago and it was like the largest gary carter collection um to my knowledge, that was assembled, like the most complete, largest thing. It wasn't the highest end. Uh, My friend Anthony probably has or had that or whatever. Uh, He has all kinds of crazy barrels and knobs and stuff. It's insane. Um, But in terms of completeness, I think it was Bobby's. Um, I think. I think. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it was. Uh, And uh, Bobby's the guy that uh, I bought from. And so, anyways, there are some Gary Carter cards that... I didn't really think anything of. There's one that was like a... Um, <laughs> I'm kind of getting this wrong, but the odds are 99.5% of you all probably will not have heard of it anyways. Um, it is a 1982 uh, FBI disc, I think is what it was. Um, and I believe it was black and white. And I remember a few of the details are kind of fuzzy, but if I remember correctly, I think... Uh, some people were telling me, hey Tanner, this is a very uh, big card. I'm like, oh, how big can it be? It's Gary Carter. I mean, Gary Carter, by the way, uh, instantly one of my favorites after I started learning more about him. Uh, but still Gary Carter. Um, much like all these knuckleheads on the thread saying, oh, it's Kid Seiko, his card's only worth a dollar and all this. Uh, so I <laughs> was kind of me with Gary Carter. But I had a little bit of knowledge thinking like, okay, if Canseco can have, like, high-dollar cards, so can Gary Carter. So I started thinking about it. This 82 FBI disc. Uh, that was, uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about it. It wasn't really impressive looking or anything like that. I think it was PSA graded 5, I think. And if I saw it at a card show for uh, 50 cents, I would pass it up. Well, come to find out it's worth a little more than 50 cents i ended up selling it for a thousand bucks that's uh and it's a card that i just would have never have known and that's for one player in some obscure obscure issue would have never guessed so we have uh some people that are kind of suffering from that lack of knowledge in the uh canseco thread on instagram that somebody made about my uh my uh news appearance and uh I remember somebody was trying to uh, educate me <laughs> on the values of his cards. And he said, uh, you know, that all of his cards in the junk wax era are worthless. And that's just how it is, period, or something. <laughs> and I go, okay, well, let me ask you uh, give me uh, what you think Canseco's top five most expensive cards are and how much they are. And they're like, you know, well, you tell me. I was like, no, no, no. That's the exercise that I want to do with you. And it's basically to demonstrate uh, whether you actually know something about this or not. And, you know, they didn't answer, of course. Uh, it's a tactic that I've used in the past as well. And it kind of stops people in their tracks. And they go, well, okay, so I'm not really sure <laughs> exactly what it is. And I said, okay, I'll tell you what. I can name three cards that have topped out five grand or over uh in the past couple of years of canseco uh that i personally know the sales data of uh specifically because i was the seller <laughs> and uh you know that really kind of uh, throws people off because it's like what? what are you talking about that's insane now granted there's not many Kinseiko cards that are that fetch that kind of money um but <laughs> there are some and uh you know i've been uh been thankful uh, and blessed to have been able to have been part of them, and those aren't the only three either um you the know there's actually i think one of the cards was uh 98 pmg and that's topped out at uh, over five grand a couple times i think um maybe two or three times so it's a beautiful card and uh yeah so it's really kind of fun to be able to you know wow people with that especially after they're trying to tear you down um, I think probably, I don't know you guys, like I've done a lot of uh, fun, kooky things in this hobby and, and we're getting an influx of people that, uh, I don't know, they don't really seem to be all there, if that makes sense. Like they're not, you know, they're, they're not able to uh, grasp sarcasm, sarcasm, if that makes sense, uh, which is okay. You know, there's no problem with that whatsoever, but here's the warning. Never be mean-spirited to somebody else, because if you are, you might not know that you have some screws loose, (laughs) and you might look like an idiot at the end of the day, so don't do it. (laughs) Uh, It's never a good idea to be mean-spirited to anybody, and you see this all the time. It's not just in cards or whatever, but thankfully, I think this hobby has a lot of good guys in it. Um, I will never disparage these people, by the way probably (laughs) probably not i don't think i have yet um i will make an example of some knuckleheaded messages i get that are trying to you know make me look bad or make me feel stupid or whatever but i'll blur out their names or something uh mainly just so we can have a good laugh and say wow these people are actually walking amongst us like it's crazy Uh, And I remember I, I've got this uh, uh, listing out there on eBay, and it's the 1989 Tops Jose Canseco Googly Eyes error. I, I put Googly Eyes on the 89 Topps Canseco card, um, and I put it up for $5,000. And the whole reason, and I say this in the description, is to educate the collectors out there that uh, not to fall to the trap that people are trying to say... Um, oh, there's all kinds of errors in this card. So therefore, it's worth a lot of money. No, I mean, <laughs> there's a big scam going on. They, they're using E9 you know, Topps They're using 90 Don Spo Jackson's, All kinds of worthless cards. And it drives me nuts. And the last thing I want is for people to fall victim to this. Like, it's not, you know, <laughs> you guys, like, we work hard for our money. You know, we have bills to pay. We have families to take care of the last thing we need is to be duped by somebody that's basically, when it boils it down, when you boil it down, they're a thief. You know, so it's not it's not okay, it's not cool. So I'm trying to educate people. Well, I've had a handful, of, uh, a lot of responses, a lot of people are saying, oh, that's great, I'm glad you did this, thank you for educating me, or hey, this is hilarious, but sometimes I'll say, I'll get some people to say, hey, uh, you're an idiot. You're, no, they'll say, you're an idiot. <laughs> All you did is put googly eyes on a regular card. It's worth maybe 10 cents, but you ruined it. So it's not worth that anymore. And, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> did you not read the description? Yeah, it's really kind of funny. But uh, And there have been a lot of people that I have received communication from that take that thread and they run with it and they get kind of uh, – the responses get stupider and stupider, and I don't even know if "stupider" is a word. Maybe more and more stupid. Uh, I probably shouldn't be mocking people if I uh, if I can't uh, can't talk good myself. But anyway, <laughs> really kind of a funny thing. So sometimes I'll entertain them and uh, with answers mainly because it's entertaining to me. But uh, it's also good fodder to show others what we're dealing with here. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, maybe don't engage with these people. I don't know. Um, A lot of times I won't. Because I'm really, truly not trying to make anybody feel bad or stupid or anything like that. And like I said, I I rarely, if ever, will call out names. um, Because you just don't know who the other person is or what they're dealing with in life. Uh, They could have a real hard life. They could just, you know, for all we know, they could be a 13-year-old kid. You know, maybe if that's the case, they should be taught a lesson, but... Let's let somebody else uh, do some outlets, okay? Uh, so, <laughs> anyways. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's been really kind of, uh, kind of an interesting deal. So, uh, but anyways, I guess that's all I have to say. Um, not too much more, I suppose, but uh man, you guys, we've got some very entertaining characters uh, in, this, uh, in this hobby, that's for sure. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, thank you, as always, for listening. And uh, I don't remember the name of that, uh, Instagram guy that did the video, but it's kind of fun if you want to read the comments and search for of support somewhere on, on Instagram there. So, uh, anyways, uh, as always, thank you for listening and have a great day.